tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? It's finally Friday. It has been the longest work week this week. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Has this not been the longest work week ever? I started yesterday, and now it's today. Shoo, I am exhausted. I'm not lying. I'm about exhausted it. for you, Joe. <laughs> I am just now Whew. I, I want to invite everybody into my home. I am hashtag WFH work from home uh, for the next few weeks or so. And and we've got the live video. Uh, and if you want to be able to see what everybody's home looks like, you'll be able to see my lavish, lavish digs. Uh, if you want to watch the video stream, it's on the WDBO Facebook page. You can check it out right now. Uh, Paul Cross is also at his home where evidently Paul Cross is now being paid by the Triscuit Company for product placement. Uh, as you've got a Triscuit box there in your shot. I don't know what kind of deals you're working out with your agent, uh, but I'd like to get in on some of that stuff. I've I'll just got take a, I'll take whatever I can. I'll take more Triscuits. That's fine with me, too. I mean, I just got a cup of, of I didn't hot mean Joe. to do that. In my red, white, and blue striped flag, American U.S. flag coffee cup. Mm, so. Nice. Mm. Oh, and you're drinking coffee almost, today. So you're drinking empty. coffee again. I, I told you I was. So, yeah. <clears throat> funny story. So, the last time I worked from home, as you guys might recall, was during COVID. And during COVID, I was at home for like a year, broadcasting at home for a year. But at that time, I was single. Sweet Ronnie Sue and I met actually in the elevator at 55 West Church Street in downtown Orlando when we both lived there at the time in separate apartments. We met in the elevator and love blossomed from there after I stalked the, the heck out of her uh, after we first met in the elevator. And hey, you want to see my home studio? I go so, live on the radio from my home. So, so we, so she, she always works from home. She has worked from home long before the pandemic, and she regularly works from home. She is working from home right now. She's off in another room uh, that's out of out of our camera shot here on the live stream on the WDBO Facebook page. But about uh, I don't know about five minutes ago or so, she came up to me and she gave me a kiss, and she said, "Have fun at work tonight." And I said, yes, dear, I'll see you when I get home from work. And, of course, with a wink and a nod, knowing that when I get home from work, you know, my drive home from work is, is all of about eight seconds for me to get out of this chair and turn around and, and take just a couple of steps in the opposite direction. So it's kind of fun having us both working from home uh, at the same time. Hang on. Turn off notifications. Yes, turn off notifications. Thank you. Yes, please. Uh, yes, I think that was my computer that made that sound. So, so I will tell you though, sweet Ronnie Sue, uh, I was bouncing some ideas off of her earlier today about the show tonight. I said, you know, it is Friday. And on Fridays in the last hour, we typically do Friday night fun and games and we'll do music trivia or movie trivia or other kinds of trivia just amongst ourselves because it's Friday. We've worked hard all week and we just want to unwind with our listeners and just take it easy in the last hour without screaming and yelling and all that other stuff, right? So I said to Ronnie, I said, what would you, would you have any ideas for what we could do for trivia tonight? Because as it happens, all of the trivia games that I use for trivia are in my office at the radio station, which is where I'm not at this moment, right? So I don't, I don't have access to those. So she says, I have an idea. And I said, okay, great. I'm all ears. She goes, since, since it's Black History Month, you should do Black History Trivia. And a, a silence fell across the room. And I said, let me see if I understand this right. You want to take four white people, and not just four white people, but the four whitest people ever, and you want us to, to try to answer Black History Month questions on the radio in front of an audience? I mean, do you know how bad, what a disaster that could turn out to be? And, and so 
She thinks like an educator. She's a former former school principal. I think like a radio host, and I think, oh, that's got disaster written all over it. So that's what we're going to do. Coming up at 6 o'clock, <laughs> we're going to do – actually, I've only got a couple. I've got a couple of African-American history questions, and the rest will be pop culture questions. And that will be coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, so stick around for that. That will be a whole lot of fun. See, uh, you're I, very, I very intelligent, Joe, because that's – you're saying it's going to be a complete – unbelievable mess and that makes for a great radio right there just boom it it reminds me of like when i watch jeopardy and suddenly and there'll be like three white contestants and then they're going to ask a question about black history and when i watch and none of the contestants know the answer i'm like "Ooh, that is a bad look bad look that that we don't know all of our history we just know the white part of our history i know that you're not a big saturday night live guy but have you ever seen black jeopardy Oh, I love when Black they, Jeopardy. Oh, my yes. gosh. I laughed yeah. so hard at that. And the Tom Hanks one was the absolute oh, yeah. best. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that, those, those were absolutely awesome. All right, coming up at the bottom of the hour, just after the bottom of the hour, uh, I, as God is my witness, I never thought this would have happened again. But another dead whale has washed ashore in Oregon. And when I say another dead whale... Um, I mean this in two senses. One, a dead whale washed ashore last month on the coast of Oregon. But in the late 1970s, a whale washed ashore in Oregon, and they had some very bizarre ideas about how to get rid of the whale. And we have the tape, not audio, tape. It's tape. Uh, we have the film. When they used to say film at 11 uh, during the news, it was film. It was actual film, not video. Or in these days, it's not even videotape. It's just uh, it's microchips, and that's it. So coming up at the bottom of the hour, it's audio. You're not going to want to miss. We'll have the film of how they disposed of a giant whale back in the 1970s. And again, I, I kid you not, God is my witness. Uh, in this current story about a whale that that beached itself, a massive whale that beached itself in Oregon. Uh, At the end of the article, it says, whatever they're going to do with this whale, it will not resemble what they did back in the 1970s when something similar happened. So stick around. That'll be coming up at the bottom of the hour, just after the news at 530. All right, let's get on to business here. It is time for the, uh, the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. We have low jacked each of the presidential candidates so that we can track them as they make their way around the United States. Glad handing for votes. We are eight days away from the South Carolina primary. That is coming up on February 24th. 11 days until Michigan's primary. That's the 27th. 18 days away from Super Tuesday. 32 days, just over a month out from Florida's primary. And 263 days until the general election, which is November 5th. As of today, Donald Trump is at 76% nationwide polling average. Nikki Haley is down two points since yesterday uh, to 16%. Here's the latest from the campaign trail. Former President Trump plans to reshape the federal government if he returns to the White House. From promising to deport millions of immigrants in the U.S. illegally to firing tens of thousands of government workers, which is why the deep state is so desperate to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't get back into office uh, because it could jeopardize a whole lot of their jobs. Donald Trump is also allowing the January 6th related cases against him to move forward by not petitioning the Supreme Court, which is already three deep in Trump appeals. Meanwhile, President Biden heads to East Palestine, Ohio today to mark one year since the train derailment there spilled hazardous materials and toxins into the environment that forced many residents out of their homes. It's worth noting that the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, has endorsed Donald Trump. And generally speaking, the community is not excited about Joe Biden getting there. There's something about timing, timing, timing. Timing is everything. And more than a year after the fact is... uh, uh, is, is, is turning a deaf ear to the timing. Meanwhile, Republican presidential contender Nikki Haley slams Donald Trump today for maintaining an amiable relationship with Vladimir Putin after Russian officials say the opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, died in a prison colony today. A panel of top congressional leaders recommends that Nikki Haley get secret service protection after considering the seriousness of the threats against her and the strength in her strength in national polling. Forbes magazine reports that there is a bureaucratically complex but perfectly legal way 
for the Biden administration to send Ukraine the thing that Ukrainian brigades need the most, and that is artillery shells, millions and millions of artillery shells. As I said, it's bureaucratically complex. I'm not going to break it down here for you. Check out Forbes for the latest. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s presidential campaign is hit with numerous resignations amid concerns over lavish spending and self-serving leadership. Kennedy lost 12 of his 25 field staff members, along with two of the main staffers after they quit in January. Lastly, from last night, the late night comics and their take on the presidential pinger. Well, guys, the the big story today is that a judge announced former President Trump's first criminal trial over hush money payments he made to Stormy Daniels will move forward and start on March 25th. So that'll be when the real March Madness begins. Uh, If convicted, Trump could face up to four years in prison. In response, Melania was like, big deal, I'm up to 20 and counting. Yeah, Trump could face four years in prison. I'm guessing that's not the four-year term he was hoping for. President Biden's allies are reportedly upset with the New York Times after a recent string of negative headlines and stories. Well, it has gotten pretty bad. Even the Connections is coming after him. Uh, what? Shout out to Connection. Uh, today, Trump attended a hearing in New York for his Stormy Daniels hush money case. And both Trump and Stormy released comments about it and seemed to agree on a lot, actually. First, Trump said, this whole thing is just a small inconvenience. <laughs> Stormy Daniels said, oh, it was small and inconvenient, all right. <laughs> and then Trump said, at most, this case is a little annoying. Stormy Daniels said, little annoying, sounds about right. <laughs> Then Trump said, I don't imagine this lasting long. I'll probably be in and out in less than three minutes. And then finally, Stormy said, no comment. In a post to Truth Social yesterday, former President Trump criticized President Biden for his recent comments supporting NATO and said, quote, could someone please inform our uninformable president that NATO has to pay their bills? Trump is telling people to pay their bills. This guy owes more money than Howard Ratner. His picture is hanging up in the U.N. with do not accept checks. That's the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. Woo! bonuses of watching the video feed right now is the occasional appearance by KGW, Kitty George Washington. She just uh, joined the live video stream just a second ago. So if you want to see Kitty George Washington in all her glory, make sure you check out the live video feed. It's on the WDBO Facebook page. I'm Joe Kelly. Coming up next, all the stories that you missed while you were at work today. Uh, We'll take a look at those stories for you coming up next right here on the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. From your office to ours, we're breaking down today's big stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. That was a pretty busy news day today. As Israel could continue its war on Hamas during the Islamic holy month of Ramadan. Just learned that today. Former President Trump is allowing the January 6th related cases against him to move forward by not petitioning the Supreme Court, which is already three feet in Trump Trump appeals. I don't know how to bring it down. Yeah, I know that was difficult to hear me. We're still working out some of the kinks of me working from home. Former President Trump is allowing the January 6th related cases against him to move forward by not petitioning the Supreme Court. Alexei Navalny, uh, we've been talking about this all day. Russia's most infamous opposition leader uh, was 
highly likely to have been killed in a penal colony. Uh, that, according to his closest allies, of course he was killed. Murdered is a better way to phrase that. Senator Joe Manchin decides not to launch a run for president after all. Up to five inches of snow could fall on parts of D.C. overnight as a fast-moving system sweeps across the region. Five inches of snow. Five inches. That seems like a lot, right, guys? Five inches is a lot. Are we all in agreement on that? Five inches seems like an awful lot. I'll move on. All right, let's cut to weather and traffic now. (laughs) I know nothing about snow, so five inches of snow to five feet of snow. I have no idea the difference. Snow? about Snow, yeah. I I think you missed the point, Greg. (laughs) About 9,000 unionized Ford workers in Kentucky will go on strike February 23rd over unresolved safety issues. Oh, so here we are striking again. Uh, That, according to the United Auto Workers... Two teenagers have been charged in connection to the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade that has left one person dead, 22 others injured. Interestingly, the two teens have not been charged with murder. One person was killed, 22 others injured. They've been charged with with weapons crimes. A New York judge today ordered President Trump to pay more than $354 million in penalties in a civil fraud case that also bars him from running business in the state of New York for three years. You might be asking yourself, how in the heck is that fair? Yet we're all asking the exact same question. And lastly for you, the House Ethics Committee has issued a subpoena for the testimony of a former girlfriend of Congressman Matt Gates. He's a Republican from the panhandle of Florida as part of the panel's ongoing investigation into the Florida Republican. Um, I don't want to say Matt Gates is creepy. I, I, don't, I don't think that'd be appropriate. But can, can we say that Matt Gates has creepy tendencies or creepish uh, behaviors, perhaps? Um, I'm a little concerned about Matt Gates. So we, we, uh, we'll keep a close eye on that story for you. Um, all right. So another conservative group has now confessed that it fabricated claims about the 2020 election. This time it's true the vote. And a, a True the Vote is a Texas group that was featured heavily in the film 2000 Mules. Anytime I bring up the, that the election was not stolen in 2020, that is my belief. It was not stolen. Were there shenanigans? Were there efforts? Were there attempts? Uh, was the, 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 what is it? 41 Intel experts who all said that, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was r- Russian disinformation. Uh, the, uh, the, the bogus investigation of Donald Trump about being, uh, with Russian collusion. All of that was absolutely bogus and I wholly concede that. But I draw the line at saying that the election was altered, uh, in favor of Donald Trump. And yet here another organization was asked to, to basically to put up or shut up. And this conservative group, Texas-based True the Vote, they had filed complaints with the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, in 2021, including one in which they said that they had a detailed account of coordinated efforts to collect and deposit ballots in drop boxes across Metro Atlanta. So the Fulton County Superior Court judge in Atlanta signed an order last year requiring True the Vote to provide the evidence it collected. Long story short, attorneys for True the Vote have finally said that they have no names or other documentary evidence to share. So once again, we have another conservative organization that has had to say, you know what, we we thought there was cheating, we said there was cheating, but when push comes to shove, there is no cheating. If you are a conservative who stands by that... Donald Trump had the election stolen from him by ballot shenanigans. What is your take on this? How do you, how do you react to this? You can join me at 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. Or use the open mic in the WDBO app. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. 
now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. If you ever get a chance to go to coastal Oregon, I highly recommend it. The beaches there are absolutely beautiful. They're not like our beaches here, though. You know, we have these beautiful sand beaches in Florida and in coastal Oregon. There are some sand beaches, but there's a lot of pebble beaches, so you can't really, you know, frolic barefoot on all their beaches. Uh, but some of the beaches do, are sand, and they're, and they're just absolutely lovely. It's gorgeous. The Pacific Northwest is, is truly the emerald uh, of the United States. It's so gorgeous up in the Pacific Northwest. Well, a 46-foot whale washed ashore at Sunset Beach State Park in Clatsop County, Oregon, which is... Somewhere along the coast, <laughs> I would I would presume, uh, and this is a big whale, 46, 46 foot long whale, and the whale was entangled in rope, and before officials could examine the rope and investigate the type of fishing gear it was, somebody took off the rope and took it away. Now they don't think it was someone who was trying to cover up a crime or anything like that. Uh, they think it was someone who was trying to rescue the animal because it appeared to have still been alive when it kind of started washing ashore. So some people were trying to help detangle a live animal. They were cutting the rope off of it in hopes that it would go back out to sea. It didn't. It died on the beach. And they're, they're now going to uh, allow the whale to decompose there on the beach. Uh, the spokesperson for the seaside aquarium there says it smells... I don't know how to describe it. It smells like a dead whale. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that wonderful description of how bad it smells. Because <laughs> we all know what a dead whale smells like. And yet, oddly, and I think in our heads we do know what a dead whale smells like. It cannot be a good smell. So they're going to let it decompose there on the beach. They say that it'll feed um, uh, a whole lot of, of animals there that birds will pick at it and even little microscopic uh, amphipods and, and others will, will pick at it and they'll eventually pick it clean and then they'll get a boat and they'll drag what's left of its carcass out into the ocean. Now that's completely different than what they did back in the 1970s when uh, officials discovered a whale on the beach. Honestly, I liked the way they did it in the 1970s much better than how they do it today because in the 1970s, they went all Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote on that thing and packed it full of dynamite thinking that they could blow it into tiny pieces and none would be the wiser. Uh, let's take you back to the 1970s in coastal Oregon. It had to be said, the Oregon State Highway Division not only had a whale of a problem on its hands, it had a stinking whale of a problem. What to do with one 45-foot, 8-ton whale dead on arrival on the beach near Florence? It had been so long since a whale had washed up in Lane County, nobody could remember how to get rid of one. In selecting its battle plan, the Highway Division decided the carcass couldn't be buried because it might soon be uncovered. It couldn't be cut up and then buried because nobody wanted to cut it up, and it couldn't be burned. So dynamite it was, some 20 cases or a half ton of it. The hope was that the long-dead Pacific gray whale would be almost disintegrated by the blast and that any small pieces still around after the explosion would be taken care of by seagulls and other scavengers. camera stopped rolling immediately after the blast, the humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. <laughs> Pieces of meat passed high over our heads while others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. It might be concluded that should a whale ever wash ashore in Lane County again, those in charge will not only remember what to do, they'll certainly remember what not to do. <laughs> Is that not awesome? So he was foreshadowing that this would happen again. He said that that was a 45-foot whale, and the whale that washed ashore this week is a 46-foot whale. So it's about the same size whale, only a foot you know, longer than the other whale. It's roughly the same. It's a push. Uh, and, and how awesome was that? <laughs> They're all like, oh, boom, this is great. Oh, my Just gosh, 
blubber is WKRP in Cincinnati and the Great Turkey Drop. As God is my as witness. As God is my witness. I thought whales would blow up into much smaller pieces. I had no idea that whales would end up being so large oh. when blowing them up with how many tons of And you know what? When there? you hear that, Joe, you played that. And you played that clip, and you hear the thump, 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 thump. It's just a whale blubber hitting the ground. like. Yeah. Boom, My favorite boom, part boom, is boom, right after that, he says, quickly, we turned our cameras off because the humor <laughs> yeah. the humor was gone. No, the humor is still there. It is yes. still very, very funny. Yeah, maybe, maybe just not looking, exactly looking, at that moment. <laughs> looking back to 1970, we can laugh at it uh, however many years. Well, they were running ago. for cover. Oh, yeah. Whale blubber is not lightweight either. That's oh. going to hurt. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. All right, on to some serious news, guys. Do I have time? Oh, yes, I do. I have a new clock, by the way, Greg. You'll be excited to know that, so now I know what time it is. Um, We have news from the Multiple Sclerosis Society. And regrettably, it is news that has nothing to do with multiple sclerosis and everything to do with diversity, equity, and inclusion. The... um, a California chapter of the National Multiple Sclerosis Society fired, if you will, a volunteer. I don't know how you, you, you can't really fire a volunteer. So they made a volunteer leave. The volunteer was a 90-year-old woman. She still is, by the way, 90 years old. And she had been volunteering for the National Multiple Sclerosis Society there in California for 60 years, for six decades, she had been volunteering, never taken a dime for the society after her husband died of multiple sclerosis six decades ago. So she dedicated her life to the mission of curing the disease that took her husband 60 years ago. So this woman is 90 years old, and she has now been dismissed from her volunteer role because of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it all has to do with some of her colleagues had asked her, her name is Fran Itkoff, 90-year-old Fran Itkoff. Fran sounds like a 90-year-old, doesn't it? I, I, I can tell right away I love this woman, 90-year-old Fran Itkoff. Um, a few colleagues had requested her pronouns, but she was confused by pronouns. She didn't understand what they meant. She didn't belittle them. She didn't discount them. She didn't argue with them. She simply said, I don't understand what you mean. She said, I've seen it on a couple of letters that had come in after the person's name, but I didn't know what it meant. So when I finally talked to her, this the, the person who sent uh, the, the question about what are your pronouns, um, I asked her what it meant, and she said that meant that they are all-inclusive, which didn't make sense to me, she said, because it sounds like you were labeling for females, not males, if you're just putting in she slash her. She was asked to step down several days later. As you might imagine, the online reaction is, is brutal for the multiple sclerosis society. And, and they are just being eviscerated online. They did release a statement uh, on social media, and then they turned off comments so that nobody could actually comment on the statement that was released. I'm going to skip the first part of the statement where the multiple sclerosis society talks about how great they are. And I'm going to skip right to the the heart of the matter. It reads, recently, a volunteer, Fran Itkoff, was asked to step away from her role because of statements that were viewed as not aligning with our policy of inclusion. Fran has been a valued member of our volunteer team for more than 60 years. We believe that our staff acted with the best intentions and did their best to navigate a challenging issue. As an organization, we are uh, in a continued conversation about assuring that our, di- that our diversity, equity, and inclusion policies evolve in a service of our mission, and we will reach out to Fran in service of this goal which means nothing. 
It means that there's not an apology. They're not, they're not apologizing. They are so committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion that they'll fire someone, someone who doesn't even take up a payroll. They'll fire a, vol- a 90-year-old volunteer who had been dutifully volunteering for 60 years. They fired her because she asked about pronouns. You know, I think we were all in a position at one point or another in our jobs, in our lifestyles, where we saw people writing him, her, or she, her, or, uh, you know, the variety of pronouns. And we all thought to ourselves, wait, what does that mean? So it finally got to this 90-year-old woman. She was evidently the last in America to hear about DEI, which is fine. I'm I'm not knocking her. And she dares ask, what do you mean by pronouns? And evidently, somebody got offended enough by that that they decided to ditch a volunteer who had been by their side for six decades because she didn't play make-believe on gender because she had actual questions about gender. They ripped a 90-year-old woman's life, work, and passion away from her over a misunderstanding on a meaningless virtue signaling reference to gender pseudoscience. It is insane. And now people are putting the multiple sclerosis society in the same category as Bud Light, saying never again will they make donations. What a shame it is. What a shame it is that the multiple sclerosis society put the value of DEI over the mission of curing uh, multiple sclerosis. What a sad day it is in America. 844-580-WDBO. You can join me right now at 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Join our video live stream right now on the WDBO Facebook page. I'm broadcasting from home. You can see my lavishly decorated uh, living center quarters, my home of all the accoutrements and all the things that a wonderful, beautiful home has uh, in the background. That's a fake plant. Nope, that's a fake plant over there and those other fake plants and there's some candles that way. So that's it. That's what I have in my home. I don't have a drum set. I'm not cool like Paul Cross. We'll continue with your calls and comments coming up here on The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Hey, Joe, I'll be the first of maybe mm, six, eight, 20 million Americans who would be right behind Fran's campaign to get repositioned. I can't say rehired because she volunteered. What kind of stupid, ignorant person does that? Unbelievable. Honestly, if I was here, I wouldn't want my uh, my job back. I wouldn't want my volunteer position back. If they're going to discard me uh, like yesterday's trash, I would not want that position back. Hey, Joe. Love you guys. Happy weekend. Thanks, ma'am. My wife has had MS for over 25 years. And of course, we've supported the MS Society. Not anymore. We're online right now telling them to never send us anything else that we will never, ever support them until... That poor lady is brought back with a full apology and full honors. I mean, she needs a badge or something. It is insane what's going on in this world. I agree. It is insane what's going on in this world. Oh, you better watch it. You messed up the pronouns now. (laughs) You didn't put the right he, they, she, we, who, whatever, gives a crap. I know you won't play this, but I don't refer to anybody's pronoun. You are whatever I call you. And that's what you're going to be. You know, I had a long discussion about that uh, several weeks ago. And I, in the beginning, I tried to be polite and courteous and call people by the pronouns that they wanted to be called. But that was back when it was just him, he, she, and him, her. Mm, am I saying that right? It's gotten so bizarre now that I've realized that it's it's a futile effort to try to call people by their proper pronouns. Hey, Joe, I just wanted to say, I don't know where all, what happened to all the whalers, but they need to get some fishermen in there. Take care of that whale. Cut it up and donate that meat to an orphanage or some organization um, 
I mean, people have lost their mind and forgot what to do when there's extra food. What, do you hate orphans? Why would you do that to orphans? That is the aquatic version of roadkill. You don't give roadkill to orphans. They don't even know how the whale died. It could have died of some sort of miserable disease. And there are diseases that transfer from whale to human, uh, uh, oddly enough. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. This is WDBO. WDBO. 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. And where Orlando turns first for breaking news, weather, and traffic 24 hours a day. Listen on the WDBO app at WDBO.com. Ask Alexa to play WDBO. And on the HD2 of 96.5. WDBO is everywhere you are. Live team coverage starts now. Good evening. 601 here at WDBO. Our top story, former President Trump found guilty of fraud. Now having to pay $354 million after the judge today released his decision in Trump's civil lawsuit. The judge also banning Trump from doing any real estate business in New York for three years. Trump's sons, Eric and Don Jr., also found guilty for fraud, and they were fined for millions of dollars. This all began when New York Attorney General Letitia James accused Trump of inflating Trump's net worth in order to get more favorable loans. Here's ABC's Aaron Katursky. This is not ruinous for former President Trump, but it is incredibly punishing because he, his children, Children, executives at his company have been held liable for a decade's worth of business fraud. President Biden visiting East Palestine, Ohio today for the first time. More than one year after a Norfolk Southern train derailed in the area, spilling toxic chemicals into the environment. Biden discussed ongoing government efforts to support recovery from the disaster and hold Norfolk Southern accountable. I want to continue to hold Norfolk Southern accountable, make sure they make uh, your community whole now and in the future. And what they do not make whole, what they cannot make whole, what isn't made, the government will make whole. We have an obligation. It's 6.03 here at WDBO. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than he sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Well, it is Friday night, and this is a Friday tradition for us in our second hour in the 6 o'clock hour. We like to just unwind a little bit. It has been an exhausting work week. Counting yesterday, I've worked a grand total of four hours this week. Whoo! I am tuckered. I am ready to loosen up my necktie and and loosen up my belt and take off my shoes and just chill out here on a Friday night. We know that you've got other things going on on a Friday night. You want to go home, spend the weekend with your family, uh, maybe head out to the Daytona 500 or do something else. Uh, so we always lighten it up here in the last hour, and we do what we call our Friday night fun and games. And tonight it is going to be trivia uh, on my wife's suggestion, sweet Ronnie Sue. Ronnie Sue said, hey, you guys should do Black History for Black History Month. And I said, you want four white people. You want four white people to do black history on the radio. You think that's a good idea. <laughs> She's a former educator. So to her, that's a great idea. To me as a radio guy, that's a terrible idea. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, what, we, we don't know all the regular history questions, much less black history questions. But we're going to give it a go. All right. Our contestants are Laurel Lee. Hello, Laurel. Hello there. All right, we've got uh, Greg Rhodes. Hello. Greg forgot how to say hi. And Paul Cross. Hi, Paul Cross. Hey there, Joe. Okay, and actually, only our first segment here is going to be black uh, uh, black history trivia. So African American history trivia questions. Okay, so just our first our first segment here. I'm going to ask you nine questions. Are you ready? Write down your answers after I ask you the question. Uh, question number one: Who was the first African American to serve as president of the United States? Who was the first African-American to serve as president of the United States? Question number two. Who is known for her influential work as a mathematician at NASA during the space race? Who is known for her influential work as a mathematician at NASA during the space race? I'll give you a hint. They made a movie about it. Question number three. Who was the first African-American to win the Nobel Peace Prize? Who was the first African-American to win the Nobel Peace Prize? Question number four. 
Which African-American baseball player broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball? Which American African-American baseball player broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball? Question number five. Which African-American singer is known as the Queen of Soul? Which African-American singer is known as the Queen of Soul? Question number six. What landmark Supreme Court case ended racial segregation in public schools? What landmark Supreme Court case ended racial segregation in public schools? I will give you a hint. There's a versus in the middle. It's this party versus another party. That's that's your hint, okay? Uh, question number seven. Which African-American athlete won four gold medals at the 1936 Berlin Olympics? Okay. What African-American athlete won four gold medals at the 1936 Berlin Olympics? Question number eight. Which African-American singer-songwriter is known for hits like What's Going On and Sexual Healing? I know Paul Cross will know that. Which African-American singer-songwriter is known for hits like What's Going On and Sexual Healing? And your last question, number nine. Who is the first African-American woman to win an Academy Award for Best Actress? Who is the first African-American woman to win an Academy Award for Best Actress? All right, let's go back to the top. Now, you guys got to keep your own score. Uh, you get one point for each correct answer. And Laurel, we'll start with you. Who was the first African-American to serve as president of the United States? Who did you put? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Paul Cross, who did you put? Yes, Barack. And Greg Rose, who did you put? Barack Obama. Yes, we also would have taken Bill Clinton. Question number two. Who is known for her influential work as a mathematician at NASA during the space race? Laurel. Never saw the darn movie. I don't ah, know. Uh, Paul Cross. That's because she's a hidden figure. Yes, and do no, you remember I her name? Don't know. Nope. And Greg Rhodes. I don't. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces of the movie, but never the full movie. Oh, the movie's fantastic. It's, it's a great movie. Her name is Katherine Johnson. Nobody gets a point Catherine. for that one. Number three. Who was the first African-American to win the Nobel Peace Prize? Laurel. I don't know. Uh, Paul. I, I'm going to go with Barack Obama. I know that's not right, but... Greg Rhodes. I put down Maya Angelou. Uh, all three of you are wrong. The first African-American to win the Nobel Peace Prize was Martin Luther King Jr. Question number four. Which African-American baseball player broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball? Laurel. Jackie Robinson. Paul. That is correct. Jackie Gre Robinson. Greg Rhodes. Jackie Robinson. Now, all three of you are correct. You all get a point for that one. Question number five. Which African-American singer is known as the Queen of Soul? Laurel. I guessed Aretha Franklin. Paul. Aretha Franklin. Greg Rhodes. I also put Aretha Franklin. All three of you get a point for that one. Good job. Question number six. What landmark Supreme Court case ended racial segregation in public schools? Laurel. Brown v. the Board of Education. Paul. I don't know that. Greg. Brown versus the Board of Education. All right. Both Laurel and Greg get a point. It was Brown versus Board of Education. Come on. My verses was the thing that helped you get it, right? Of course. When I, when I verses. Okay. What African-American athlete won four gold medals at the 1936 Berlin Olympics? Laurel. I was only five at that time, so I don't really know. <laughs> you were five in 1936. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm sure you were. Paul Cross. Jesse Owens. Uh, and Greg Rhodes. That was Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens. And much, much to the disappointment of Adolf Hitler, who believed in the Aryan race and, and the supremacy of white people to see a black man there in Berlin uh, win over so many white men. It was quite a feat, no doubt. Question number eight. What African-American singer-songwriter is known for hits like What's Going On and Sexual Healing? Laurel? I don't know. Uh, uh, Paul Cross? Marvin Gaye. Greg Rhodes? I put Marvin Gaye. All right, Paul and Greg get a point each. And your last question for Black History Month. Who was the first African-American woman to win an Academy Award for Best Actress? Laurel. I don't know. Uh, Paul Cross. I went with Halle Berry. And Greg Rhodes. I went with Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Paul Cross gets one point. It was Halle Berry. That's exactly right. That wraps up stage one, stage one of our Friday Night Fun and Games trivia. That is it for our Black History Month. You guys did pretty good. 
for Black History Month. So uh, for, for the four whitest people on the planet, that's not bad at all. We're going to get into some more general pop culture uh, trivia questions for you. Thus, we might even have a Kim Kardashian question in the mix as we go to round two of our Friday Night Fun and Games coming up next. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. An electric chair in Louisiana that's been called Gruesome Gertie could be getting plugged back in again. Louisiana lawmakers are looking to expand the methods used to carry out executions in the state, and that includes electrocutions. The method was outlawed in 1991. Two. Two. A red powder continues to be cleaned up at the National Archives after it was dumped on the display holding the original U.S. Constitution. The archives building's rotunda will remain closed for the third straight day. Two men were seen dumping powder in the display case Wednesday. One. One. A candlelight vigil was held in Kansas City last night in honor of the victims of the Super Bowl victory rally shooting. Wednesday's shooting left one woman dead and almost two other, two dozen others injured, including many children. Authorities say they believe the tragedy stemmed from a personal dispute. It was not a deliberate attack on the celebratory event. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Friday night fun and games, and you're joining me, Joe Kelly, at Talk Radio Joe, along with Paul Cross, at Paul Cross Rhodes, which is kind of cool. Greg Rhodes, at Greg Rhodes underscore WDBO, and Laurel Lee, at Laurel Lee WDBO. There, we've covered everybody's ats. Uh, and all of those are on, on X. And then I'm Talk Radio Joe on every single platform, every single where. You know, I'm Talk Radio Joe on MySpace. MySpace. Uh, just to give you an idea of how old uh, someone was does, when they set that does up. Does sweet Ronnie me. Sue call you Talk Radio Joe? Does she, she, does not, does she no. whisper into your ear? Talk no, Radio Joe. She does not no. call me Talk Radio Joe, thankfully. All right. All right. It is time to continue. Now, round two of our Friday night fun and games. And now we turn to pop culture questions. Uh, we've got our contestants, Laurel, Greg, and Paul Cross. And here is your next question. Write down the answer. Um. Between Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, how many children do they have together? Okay. And if you can name the children, you get one point for each child you can name. So you could get a lot of... I don't want to say how many points you could get because I'll answer the question. And I don't want to answer the question. But you could... So so how many children do Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have together? And a point each... For each child that you name, I will tell you, I would have got this one so far wrong. Question number two, staying in the same vein. How many kids does Angelina Jolie have? Not not Brangelina, but just Angelina Jolie. How many kids does she have? And if you can name any of them, uh, I will give you a point for each child you can name. Uh, question number three. Do, do, I need, do, do I need to wait at all? I feel like you guys like, oh, I got all six names, man. I'm writing this down. Question number three. All who did, six names. Nice. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let me go ahead and change my answer on that. Yeah, let me change my answer, too, just on that one. Oh, oh I hate myself. <laughs> uh, question number three. Who did Forbes name the youngest self-made billionaire ever back in 2019? Who did Forbes name the youngest self-made billionaire ever in 2019? Question number four, and I know Laurel is going to get this one right. Laurel, how many times did Ross Geller get divorced on Friends? How many times did Ross Geller get divorced on Friends? Question number five, who is the first bachelorette? In the year 2003. That seems like so long ago, doesn't it? 2003. Who was the first bachelorette? 21 years ago? In 2003. Wow, or 22 years ago. I don't remember how long. Question number six. Who does Michael Scott hit with company property on company property in the office? Who does Michael Scott hit with company property on company property in the office? 
Question number seven. What modern day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? What modern day item, you got to be specific, made a cameo in the final episode of Game of Thrones? All right, that's it. That's all your questions for segment number two. Let's go back to the top. First question. Laurel, What are how, how many children do Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have? I'm going to guess four. Okay, you're going to guess four. Do you have any of their names? No. Uh, Paul Cross, how many children and what are their names? I guessed uh, that I don't care. No, I guessed three and I don't know any names. And Greg Rhodes, what about you? How many kids and what are their names? I guessed three and I put down Northwest and Eastwest and Southwest. (laughs) So I did not know this. They have four children. Their names are North. Saint, Chicago, <laughs> and Psalm, as in the book of the Bible, the Psalm. So P S A L M. That's that is remarkable. Uh, all right. Question number two: How many kids does Angelina Jolie have? Laurel, two. Are you kidding me? No, you. Laurel wasn't paying attention pa- to Paul, the Paul. How many kids? We- how many six? Kids? Greg Rhodes, how many kids? I've got a hankering that it's six. <laughs> I thought we meant six in total. That's why I got four plus two equals six. Okay. So do, do, do any of you guys know any of their names? Laurel? No, no. Uh, Paul? Nope. Greg? Mm, Brad. Brad. Is there a Brad? Brad Jr. No, there is Maddox, Pax, Zahara with a Z, Shiloh, Knox with a silent K as in Knoxville and Vivienne. Mm. Question number three. Who did Forbes magazine name the youngest self-made billionaire ever in 2019? Laurel. Kim Kardashian. Total guess. Uh, Paul Cross. Mark Zuckerberg. And Greg Rhodes. That was my guess. Mark Zuckerberg. All three of you are wrong. The correct answer is Kylie Jenner. Kylie Mm. Jenner, who is the spawn of former Bruce Jenner and his then-wife, Kris Jenner. He, now she, Caitlyn Jenner. It's very complicated. Uh, Kris Jenner is a half-sister to the Kardashians, if that makes any sense. Uh, Question number four. Laurel, I expect you to nail this one. How many times did Ross Geller get divorced on Friends? Laurel. Technically three, but it was two divorces and an annulment. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Paul Cross. Yeah, I had three because I know the annulment. I thought you'd be counting that, but that's right, I think. And Greg Rhodes? Yeah, two, two divorces and an annulment. I put three. Yeah, the answer is three. All You're right. absolutely right. Yep. Yep. Uh, question number five. Who was the first bachelorette in 2003? Joe Laurel. Kelly. What? What? I don't know. No. <laughs> um, Paul Cross. Kitty George Washington. Greg Rhodes. Yeah, Sandra Day O'Connor. You guys are not even trying. I don't know if you know that, but none well, of us. Well, we people, don't know. We haven't got a clue. Her name was Trista Sutter. Oh yeah, her. No, come oh, on, yeah. you remember her? No. Yeah, that's the girl. That's the girl, the from, girl the from the thing. The thing. It was right there. Yeah. yeah, she is now married. She is now Trista Wren or Reen. And honestly, I don't know if she is married to the person that she was set up with on The Bachelor. I think they did get married. Uh, but as that was like a thousand years ago, I don't know if that they still are married. For most of these, when I get the answer wrong, I write down the right answer after that. I don't even care enough about yeah. that to write it down. No, I totally yeah, understand Well, welcome that. to questions one through six. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about question number six. Here we Who go. Who does Michael Scott hit with company property on company property in the office? Laurel. I barely know the show. Is it Meredith? Uh, Paul Cross. I'm going to go with Dwight Shroop. And Greg Rhodes. I put Phyllis, but I think... Laurel's correct. Laurel, it is. It's Meredith. Now, I don't know the episode. What happened? I think he hits her with a car. He hits her with his car. Yeah, and I remember (laughs) she's in the hospital. That's all I remember. Yeah. That's terrible. All right. Question number seven. What modern day item made a cameo in the first season of Game of Thrones? And you got to be specific. Laurel. Starbucks cup. Paul Cross. Yes, a Starbucks cup. Greg Rhodes. Starbucks cup. Hey, Starbucks Cup is the right answer. Good job. Make right. That rounds that wraps up now. Round two 
of our Friday night fun and games. I hope you're playing along with us at home. I see that everybody in our chat group is playing along with us, and that's great to see. A lot of people guessed Mark Zuckerberg, uh, and that that probably would have been a good guess if not for... <laughs> Uh, for um, Jenner. The power uh, of the Jenner. Jenners and the Kardashians, right? Well, and then a lot of people saying that she's not exactly a self-made billionaire because she's been living off of the family name since she was born. Uh, but because she does have her own line of cosmetics, uh, they say that that's really where the money comes from. And, and thus, that makes her a self, self-made billionaire. I guess we can argue over what makes a self-made billionaire. Uh, Silver meat spoon. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no doubt. It's it's quite astonishing uh, how that family has marketed themselves in the way that they have uh, to the immense success that they have. I have never seen a single episode, nor do I plan to, of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'm barely aware that it is a TV show. Is it still on even? Does anybody know? Yeah, none of us have I any idea. I believe it I think is. it's a Hulu exclusive now. Oh, oh, ooh. A Hulu exclusive. Just keep adding money to that billions and billions. Yeah, I don't even have Hulu, so there you go. All right, round three of our Friday Night Fun and Games pop culture trivia. That's coming up next. Stay right where you are. I'm Joe Kelly. You're listening to The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. So we used to live in downtown Orlando, Sweet Ronnie, Sue, and I. We lived in in the tower at 55 West Church Street, and that's where we met and fell in love. And eventually we got married just down the street from there. And then we moved out to West Orange County because that's that's where my kids live with their mom. And we wanted to be closer to them. And by necessity, we moved into this 55 plus community. And uh, we are by far, hands down, the youngest people at a 55 plus community. In fact, we were both 55 when we moved in. And uh, we're both 56 now. But I was out at the pool uh, day before yesterday, and I like to go out to the pool just to read, uh, to enjoy. Man, the weather lately has been, well, it's been hit or miss, but it was beautiful a couple of days ago. And I'm sitting out by the pool, and one of these old timers comes up to me and says, you know, how you doing? And I said, I'm fine. And he asked uh, about my work, and I said, oh, it's going great. I'm going to start working from home. And, you know, he knows what I do for a living. And he says, oh, my gosh, well, I, I would love if I could come over and watch you do radio. So for those that watch the video stream at some point, you're going to have like a, a scene from the movie Cocoon behind me as people are standing there watching. <laughs> or like maybe Laurel can better appreciate from The Walking Dead will be like right behind me <laughs> watching the show. We'll have to set up some some rows for all the walkers and the mobile scooter chairs and all those kinds of things. Uh, they're good people, but but we are just so much younger than everybody else that lives here. All right, you got to do your show by the pool. You just uh, sit out by the pool. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, so I've got good news and bad news for our contestants here on Friday Night Fun and Games for Laurel, Paul, and Greg. The good news is this: I've got more pop culture trivia questions for you. The bad news is I have three more pop culture questions for you because as I prepared the questions for tonight. I was really leaning in on the Black History Month questions. So I have three pop culture questions followed by an infinite number of Black History Month questions. So you're going to get both. So brace yourselves. All right. For the first three, the three pop culture questions. Again, I expect Laurel to do very well, at least on this one. Question number one. What is Chandler Bing's middle name? Chandler Bing's middle name. And if you have to ask... Who is Chandler Bing? Then you're going to get it wrong right away. Question number two. Where did Prince William and Kate Middleton first meet? Where did Prince William and Kate Middleton first meet? Ponder that. Question number three. How many Harry Potter books and movies are there? How many Harry Potter books and movies are there? All right, that's the end of your pop culture questions. Now to the Black History Month questions. Question number four. Where did Martin Luther King Jr. deliver his famous I Have a Dream speech? Where did Martin Luther King Jr. deliver his famous I Have a Dream speech? 
Question number five. What state was Barack Obama a senator of before his presidency? What state was Barack Obama a senator of before his presidency? Question number six. I expect Paul Cross to get this one right and only Paul Cross. Question number six. Soul Train was created and hosted by which TV presenter? Soul Train. Soul Train was created and hosted by which TV presenter? Question number seven. You could probably guess this one right. Who is the first African-American model to be featured on the cover of GQ magazine? The first African-American model to be featured on the cover of GQ magazine. Question number eight. Who was the first black woman to serve as a U.S. Supreme Court justice? Who is the first black woman to serve as a U.S. Supreme Court justice? Question number nine. Jesse Owens is considered one of the greatest athletes of his time in which sport? Jesse Owens considered to be one of the greatest athletes of all time in which sport? Question number 10. LeBron James played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, LA Lakers, and who? LeBron James played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, LA Lakers, and who? Question number 11. Simone Biles is the most decorated sports person in which sport? Simone Biles, the most decorated sports person in which sport? And lastly, question number 12. What is Tiger Woods' actual given name? What is Tiger Woods' actual given name? Can I ask for a clarification here? I, Go ahead. Did I miss question 11? Did I? We went from... I must have missed a question. So question 11 was Simone Biles is the most decorated sports Okay, I person. must have missed a question in there somewhere. Then, LeBron just, James played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, LA Lakers, and who? Did you have that one? Yeah, I did. I, I must have missed something somewhere. Never mind. We'll Never find mind. it. We'll, okay, we'll figure it out. Yep. All right, yep. let's circle back to the top and see how your answers check out with what I've got here. Question number one... Laurel, what is Chandler Bing's middle name? It's Muriel. Paul Cross? <laughs> I didn't know that. No. <laughs> Greg Rhodes? Yeah, I wrote down Lawrence. It's Muriel. What a weird middle name. Muriel. Question Chandler number two. Muriel where did Bing. Prince William and Kate Middleton meet for the first time? Laurel? In the village. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Paul Cross? I don't know either. Greg Rhodes? At a Shake Shack. St. Andrews <laughs> University is the right answer. How many Harry Potter books and movies are there, Laurel? Uh, with seven plus eight is 15. 15. So you're saying well, what? Seven books? Seven books, eight movies. Okay. Uh, Paul Cross? I, you know, I should know this. I said six books, seven movies. I don't know. And Greg Rhodes? I said 15 as well. All right. Seven books and eight movies is the proper mm -hmm. answer. All right. Where did Martin Luther King Jr. deliver his famous I Have a Dream speech? Laurel. Washington, D.C. Paul Cross. Selma, Alabama. Greg Rhodes. I also had Washington, D.C. Uh, right there at the reflecting pool in Washington, yep, D.C. That is the answer. I Quest do like these, Joe, because I'm learning a lot. That's I really good. am learning a lot. I'm glad to hear that. Number five. What state was Barack Obama a senator of before his presidency? Laurel. Illinois. Uh, Paul Cross. Illinois. Greg Rhodes. Illinois. Illinois. And he he was able to win the Senate seat because the Republican he was running against had to bow out because of a sex scandal. And that was the husband of Jerry Ryan. Do you know who Jerry Ryan is? I should have made that a trivia question. She was, what, eight of nine or four of five or whatever on that Star Trek series? Oh, um, yeah. Right. So Seven of nine. Seven of nine. Yeah. So there was a sex scandal with with the wife it wasn't the wife that was the the sex scandalist it was the husband for sure uh but he got bopped out of the race and then suddenly this nobody named barack hussein obama won that senate seat uh all right let's see question number six soul train was created and hosted by which tv presenter laurel not a clue paul cross the man with the golden tones, Don Cornelius. Greg Rhodes. I couldn't remember the name. Yep, Don Cornelius. Absolutely right. Number seven, who was the first African-American model to be featured on the cover of GQ magazine? Laurel. Tyra Banks. Uh, Paul Cross. 
I said Tyson Beckford or Tyson. I don't know his name. That's all I said. Yeah, Tyson. you know, you're right. I didn't specify a woman. Now did I? Uh, well, Greg, GQ, meaning that's right. a men's magazine. Right, right, right. Greg Rhodes. I put Naomi Campbell. How, how interesting that Laurel, Greg, and I all thought of women. And Paul Cross, even though I didn't say a woman, it's actually a woman, and it's Iman. And she okay. was there with her husband, who is, was... Bowie. David Bowie. David Bowie, that's right. Uh, where did I leave off? Yes, yes, yes. Question number eight. Who is the first black woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court? Laurel. Katanji Brown Jackson. Paul Cross. I didn't know that. Greg Rhodes. Didn't know it. Katanji Brown Jackson is exactly right. Uh, number nine. Jesse Owens, considered one of the greatest athletes of his time in which sport? Laurel. I don't know. Paul Cross. Running. Mm, Greg Rhodes. Uh, track you want to call track and field? Track and field is, is the correct answer, yes. Question number 10. LeBron James has played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, the L.A. Lakers, and what team? Laurel. Miami Heat. Paul Cross. I don't know, but Greg Rhodes knows for Greg sure. Greg Rhodes will know this one for sure. It was the Miami Heat. Miami, Miami Heat, Heat is right. Yep. Question number 11. Simone Biles, the greatest decorated sports person in which sport? Laurel. Gymnastics. Paul Concur. And Greg Rhodes. Gymnastics. That's right. And your last question. What is Tiger Woods' actual given name, Laurel? Joseph James Kelly. <laughs> uh, I'm having a bad day. I don't know. I can't remember it. Greg Rhodes. Eldrick. 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 It's what? That's Eldrick. cool. Eldrick. His name is Eldrick. Why'd he change it? That's, that's cool. Tiger Woods. Uh, is his middle name Tiger or is it just that's a nickname? nickname? Just a nickname. Do you, know, nickname do you happen to know his middle name? Do you happen to know his middle name, what his full name is? I don't, but we will know by the time we get back from the rink. Eldrick Woods. All right, total up your scores, everybody. We will crown a grand champion coming up next on our Friday Night Fun and Games, the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on The Joe Kelly Show. All right, it's time to check everybody's score. Friday Night Fun and Games, we have to crown a winner here. Laurel, can you add up your score? Give us the final tally, please. A whopping 15. 15 points. Paul Cross, how many points did you end up with? We'll come to Greg Rhodes first. Greg, how many points did you have? 17. 17. All right. That's more than Laurel's 15 or whatever she had. Uh, Paul yeah. Cross. Yeah, I had a whopping 13. So Th- 13. Yes. All right. Well, congratulations, Greg Rhodes. You are our Yay. grand champion. There he is. Mr. Friday Night Fun and Games Trivia. And Greg, congratulations. You are the blackest one of us all. Oh, how about that? Y'all, you listen, know, have, you have know the gr- most. Have a great weekend. We love you guys very much, and we can't wait to see you on the radio on Monday, right here on WDBO. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 